So, do you think we should like start this podcast with some music or something? Well, yeah, I mean, we've. I'm kind of thinking about that. I, I, I don't really know. I mean, look, we, you, you've, you've tried to sneak in that yes by LMFAO, but I swear, dude, if you do that, I'm, I'm quitting the pod before it even starts. Every day I see my dream. Every day I see my. Every day I see my dream. Every day I see my dream. Every day I see my dream. Every day I see my. Every day I see my dream. Every day I see my dream. Every day I see my dream. All right, uh, welcome in here to Formula Dumb. Uh, we don't really know what we're doing here, but we're starting a podcast about Formula One. Uh, it's never really been done before, two guys starting a podcast, so uh, here we are, we're going to give it a shot. Yeah, we're pioneers in this, and we realize that this new and, you know, upcoming uh, media platform and podcast, and we're, we're, we're just glad that we're on the first wave of this thing, and it's definitely not... Right, we're trying to be at the forefront. It's definitely not an oversaturated market. Uh, not at all. But Sam, how's it going, man? How, how are you? I've been pretty good, man. Uh, not too much is going on new with me. I'm just, I'm really excited to get this podcast going. Did you see um, that? Did you see the, the Snyder Cut? I haven't seen the Snyder Cut. Do we want to get into that now, or do you want to save that? Well, for later? we can save it for later. But I, I was just curious. I was just genuinely curious because I know that you're now, you're a big. Uh... I I'm I'm ready for the four hour mammoth that Jeez. is the Snyder Cut, though. I, we'll, we'll get into that at the end of the pod. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm good. Thanks for asking. How are you doing, Matt? Yep, appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I'm great. I just got back from South Carolina. Uh, a lot of fun. Played a lot of golf. Ate. Uh, I was there for five nights, and I ate barbecue uh, three of the nights. So it was very good. That's if you're ever in South Carolina, go to Lewis Barbecue. Go to Lewis Barbecue for brisket and Rodney Scott's for everything else. It's awesome. Not an ad yet. No. Hey, listen. Not 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 an ad yet. But Rodney Scott's. They don't. I mean. They can just send me whole hog barbecue and I'll be fine. The really good sauce. I love barbecue. We can save that for later. Whole hog, hell yeah. Uh, okay, Sam. Formula One. It's kind of why we're here, and I mean that. That's kind of why we're here. Um, right. Kind of is the strong word there. And uh, so we're we're kind of doing this podcast where we're just going to kind of chat about Formula One every week. Uh, we're not going to go too deep into things. We're going to keep it kind of at surface level because that's our understanding of it. I mean. That's our understanding of it, and obviously, like, we got to recognize, if you're listening to this podcast, especially episode one, like, you probably don't have a great understanding of Formula One as a, as a listener. And if you do, and you should that. probably turn it off, because you're going to be like, these guys are idiots. <laughs> exactly. And, these guys and, are and guess dumb. what? And you're right. You're 100% correct. correct. Let's be super clear. Like, we're novices, but... I kind of want to stay a novice. Like I, well, I, I, I'm not going to be a hard out, you know, yeah, when it comes to this. Yeah, and, and we're that's not, kind of the ethos of this pod. Obviously, it's 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 fast cars. Yeah, um, exactly. It it's it's just it's really fucking cool. Like it's it's cars that they're like rocket ships that like humans just get strapped into and they go around so fucking fast. And it's you we're know not. I just want to warn you guys right off the bat we're not we're not technical guys like you said. I mean, where foot goes on the pedal. Car goes room. The wheels and, go. The wheels make more rotations, and then they go faster. Correct. I mean, and, I, I do. Do you feel this way about? Uh, we, we've never talked about this. Do, I, I kind of feel more morally superior to people that watch NASCAR. Like I feel like oh, hundred percent. It's like people that like read books. You know what I mean? I am one of them. Not to not to brag. I do things to feel more morally superior a lot. But I, as a coastal elite from New York, watching F one <laughs> is definitely. You know that, that that Winnie the Pooh meme where he's like sitting and then he's wearing a tuxedo. It's like yeah. NASCAR F one. That's what I feel uh-huh. like. That was that was bad radio, but yeah. And I feel like we should address the elephant in the room. Like Formula One 
if you know nothing about it, it's seen as like this snobby sport, right? Yes. Yeah. It's kind of a sport for elites in the sense that it's super expensive to get into. It's just rich European dudes. Like that yeah. that was my understanding of it before we kind of watched it. Yeah. And a lot of it's true. Yeah, and look at where the races are. I mean, their their crown like their pro, their biggest race is Monaco, which is yeah. just incredibly wealthy, you know, little island nation and and um and 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 if you look at like the the tour, if you will, or the season schedule, yeah, it's not like they're going to Daytona. I mean, they're they're going to France. They're going to they're going to England. They're, there's a race, you know, their their first race of the season, which we'll get to, is in Spain, I believe. Uh, Saudi Arabia and Abu Dhabi. That's no, in Bahrain is the first one. Damn. See, this is what we're talking about. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, well, let's keep that in because I, I I mean I'm an idiot. Okay, so Formula One is. Uh, there's 10 teams, and yep. each team has two drivers. So there's 20 cars on the track at a time. Right, and I, I think that's kind of like what simple – like it's it's pretty simple to get. Like there's 20 names you have to remember. It's not like football yeah. where there's like four – there's 50 players on each team, 30 teams. Like there's so many names you have to remember in other sports where like this is – it's really just 20 names. Yeah, and there's really, you know, COVID aside, there's really no substitutions. Um, right. There are season to season. Yeah. Uh, but um, – but not really. So, so there's about 20 races a season this year. There's 23, and as you said, we'll see with COVID. Um, there's a lot of money in this. We've kind of gone over that, um, and yeah. So we've kind of got into this through watching Drive to Survive on Netflix, which the season mm-hmm. three of it comes out this weekend. This weekend, Friday today. Today, you're today. Listening if you listen to this, I've always wanted to say that. If you listen to this, it's Friday. Drive to Survive is basically hard knocks for yeah. F1, and it's so good. It's so well done. It's on Netflix, and you need to go watch the first two seasons, and then obviously the third one. And that, that'll really get you up to speed. That that highlights everything. That's and basically it, our level of knowledge. Exactly. If you watch and that, you can come on the pod. Correct. You can be our next guest on the podcast, which we're looking for. Um, yeah, and it's it's like it. If, I know you're not a big fan of like The Bachelor, or like reality television, like I am. I'm not, but, but that's. But I that's kind of what it is too. Like if if that's if that's what you're into, and like you're more into the racing part of it and the competition and True. all that stuff. Yeah, I'm kind of more into like the, the well, drama I, between I, the drivers. I was a college athlete, but uh, no, I, I understand that. And like, I think the drama is interesting, but I I more enjoy well, you know, the race itself. And uh, my my point is like, there's kind of a lot for like everyone. Like sure. it's and I think like once. Once you get past like the oh I know nothing about Formula One like entry barrier and you just get past that and, yeah. and watch it, I think it just gives a lot of context for like just just all what what, what the vibe is of Formula sure. One and that's and that's a really good entry point so that we we can't recommend watching that enough. Definitely. So the big three teams in Formula One are Mercedes, Red Bull, and Ferrari. So Mercedes, they're like I'm gonna say they're like the Yankees. Uh, Twenty seven. I disagree. Time. Okay, of course you do. <laughs> but yeah, but they're the they're the most dominant team, in, um, in this at era. least of recent memory. Yeah, yeah. Era, I mean, they've, sure. they've won seven straight titles, um, and that's the thing too. So there's there's two titles every season. There's the constructors championship and there's the drivers championship. Constructors for the team, so basically who fin- what the team finishes with yep. the most points, and then drivers just the best driver with the most points at the end of the season. Um, but yeah, so the past. Seven seasons. That's been Lewis Hamilton, and if you know nothing about Formula One, you probably know Lewis Hamilton just because he's kind he's such of a big he's yeah he's kind of expanded out of that bubble, and he's 
safely like the best driver of all time. He passed this. He passed the second driver, who was Michael Schumacher. So like, he's he's undoubtedly like the goat now. And and he's still kind of young. He's in his like late thirties. You know. It, yeah, he's thirty six, but like he's a single dude. Like he's got cheesy Instagrams. He loves like, loves his dog. He's, he loves his dog. Does does and, he do that Cam Newton like font on his? Inst- I feel like he would do that. No, he doesn't. But like he he like I could see where you're coming from. Like he's that kind of like spiritual like yes um like mentality like kind of poster on Instagram. Uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty funny. And I'm sure we're gonna give him shit down the road for stuff like that. But but really like you can't knock him really for anything because he's just so much faster than everyone else. Um and and yeah, that's really it and. What's cool about him too is like he came from a different background, as mm-hmm, mo- definitely. different from most of these drivers. Um, he grew up like kind of a lot of these people are rich, like we said. So he grew up coming from not as much money. Obviously, he's the first black driver. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's just he's just a good guy, and like, he's the best. I mean, I mean, it seems such like an easy comparison, but he's Tiger Woods, right? I mean, he's he came in. Yeah, he's your LeBron. He's your Tiger. Yeah, he's yeah. Your, you know, he's MJ, whatever. He's well, I but I I think Tiger's a really good comp because. Uh, for a couple of reasons. One, he's a black guy that came into a historically white sport. And not mm-hmm. only did he do that, he kicked everyone's ass. Like, not, he kicked everyone's ass, not by a little, but by, like, yeah. like an embarrassing amount. Like, like, mm-hmm. like I'm talking, like, uh, like Tiger's tied with for the most wins of all time. That's something that you can say for my golf segment, how he actually, Tiger actually has the most wins of all time. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, L- Lewis Hamilton is just... He's just the best, and 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 he has totally surpassed the world of F one. He he is a he's a global icon and celebrity. He's like Definitely. you know, I, actually, Sam, I was going to surprise you today. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't want to flex. I do run a golf Instagram that has a couple <laughs> yeah. thousand followers. Uh, I did reach out to Lewis Hamilton, and I actually heard back. Oh. Uh-huh. He was supposed to come on. I was going to add him into. I sent him the Zoom link, <sighs> and he was going to hop in. He can't do this week. Uh, you know, the season starts soon, so he's super busy yeah. as you could. But yeah, I, th- I think fair. I think we're gonna have him on the next couple of weeks. Here, he says his schedule kind of lightens up. So yeah, so yeah, maybe next week we we can squeeze him in. Yeah, um, we you know we got a lot of guests planned for next week. But I know. Maybe we'll maybe we'll fit him in. So so <laughs> after talking about him, there is another driver on Mercedes. Yeah, but listen, we I mean he seems like a good guy. I'm he's sure always he's like in the top four. Top three, like he's good. So his, his name's Valtteri Botas. Um, he's from Finland, I believe, and like he, I don't know, he's he's a good driver, but that's kind of it's it. Kind like, of there. He's, he, the, he, like his voice is pretty dull. Like there's just not there's not a lot interesting about him. No, um, he's just kind of that Scandinavian, very deadpan. Mm-hmm. Kind of like this. Kind of looks like every guy you've ever seen from Scandinavia, and correct. Yeah. He does have some good Instagrams though, because I've been watching them the past month or so, like of him training in the off season, and it's like mm-hmm. rocky, like in the, just like in the I don't know the, the Nordic mountains, and it's just like pouring down snow, and he's running, and like he's got his beard covered in ice. But anyway, I think I mean that's kind of it for Mercedes. I mean, they're, yep, so their their team principal is Toto Wolf, who the team principal is kind of like the GM. Yep. Um, GM coach, team. kind of. Yeah, they, I, I, they basically oversee everything. Idea. Yeah. Um, and so like total wolf's definitely a character in his own. And a lot of these team principals are too. Definitely. Um, and it's funny because they have beef like between each other and stuff like total wolf's been beefing with, uh, the guy from Red Bull, which will yeah. transition here. Right. So yeah, um, Red Bull's definitely, uh, I think the team I'm most excited to watch out for it, it, correct. It, at least the team, I think will 
we'll we'll get down to. I think McLaren as well. But Red Bull is definitely out of the big three. The team I think can really actually make a run at Mercedes yeah. Crown. I don't think they will, but I I don't think that that they'll win the constructors. They have the, they have the best chance. They have the best they, chance. They've had the best chance the past couple of years, um, and for a variety of reasons, it just hasn't worked out. But yeah, they're the, they're the second best team as of the past like three or four definitely. years, and and their problem really has just been their, their driver. Like so, their number one driver, their A driver, if you will, is Max Verstappen, yeah. and he's twenty three. Like he's he's the next Lewis Hamilton yeah. type. Like he's the next like generational best driver. But Red Bull just really hasn't been able to give him like a championship worthy car, and it's tough too because they're competing against Mercedes. Yeah, and. He's safely the second best driver in the world. I mean, behind yeah. behind Lewis. I mean, Botas. I'd probably put third, but yeah. how how much of that is the car? It's right. hard to say, right? It's hard to say. But Max Verstappen's great. His father raced in F one. I'm pretty sure Max made his debut in F one when he was like 17. So even though he's 23, he's a five he's been year veteran. For a while, yeah, and yeah. he's got 15 more years in him, which is incredible. Yeah. He'll he'll win a world championship without a doubt. Once Lewis leaves, he'll he'll start to rake him in. Uh, yeah. So overall, he finished third last year in in the points for the drivers' championship. Botas came in second. Again, don't if you're just if you don't know anything about F one, I, I just it's unfair to say that Botas is the second best driver in the world, in my opinion, and I don't think that's a hot take. You, right? You there's there's like there, it's that's kind of the thing with like it's not so clear cut like exactly who the best drivers are because there's because the, the extra factor of technology like how good your plays. Car is. Yep. Technology puts such an issue. So the other driver at Red Bull is uh, Checo Perez. He finished fourth last year, which is great with with Racing Point. Um, yeah. Who is now? Uh, yeah, he's been around in Formula One for a while. Um, he finally got like a couple podiums last year, and I think he won a race too. So like, yes, he's kind of on the up, um, and that's why Red Bull got him. Like the experience. So Red Bull has a youth academy, and they have they have a second team in Formula One, who we'll get to in a second. But they basically just have a lot of money. And so they've tried going with, like, a youth driver to pair Verstappen with in the yes. second seat. And it just hasn't worked out the past couple of years. So now they're like, let's get a veteran. Like, I, to me, this reminds me a lot of Matthew Stafford going to the Rams. Like, he's been around for a long yep. time, but he hasn't really won anything yep. big. Um, so, that yeah, that's kind of what it is. Like, And we'll see how it works out. They had a really good uh, preseason testing. Like, uh, Red mm-hmm. Bull really – really killed it apparently mm-hmm. again i don't really know but that's what i read so <laughs> yeah and so you you mentioned their red bull uh using those youth drivers so last year they had a guy named alex albon and the year before that they had pierre gasly uh albon is was was relegated effectively from the second seat to the third yeah. seat and that's basically a reserve so if if uh if any of the two drivers especially this year with covid and last year uh if any of the two drivers are sick or get injured, uh, re- the reserve driver uh, fills in. So right. uh, Alex Albon is, he, he, I believe he's from England, but he races under the, the, the Thai flag. The Thai flag. Uh, he, th- there's a lot to get in with him. Like his mom went to prison for, uh, for, fra- for like, tax fraud, fraud and shit. Yeah. Like it's, it's pretty wild, to be honest. Um, but he is a good guy. And, that, and like if you've watched Drive to Survive, it makes a lot of sense. Oh like yeah, I, I like. He's a cool guy. He's actually when they show him on Drive to Survive, I'm like this is a guy. He's young. He's very personable. He seems like a yeah. guy you'd want to hang out with. But yeah, and he's chill with a lot of the other dri- younger drivers yeah. and stuff too. Um, but yeah, he's just kind of third wheeling right now, and so it's it's just Literally. an awkward situation there. Yeah, he also kind of sucks. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I mean, he, he had a pretty rough season last year. So 
yeah, so we'll see what happens with Red Bull. And also, we should note their uh, their team principal. Is, oh, why am I blanking? Cr- Christian Horner. Yeah, Christian Horner, and he dates a Spice Girl. That or he married. He's oh, married I didn't to know that she was a Spice Girl. Yeah, the Ginger Spice. He's married to Ginger Spice. Sick. Um, and he, like he's another one of those like big characters. Like he's just so good on TV. Um, he is good, and he's he handsome. Always has something to say. You know what he's I mean? handsome. Like I do. Him. I don't. Know, he. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't, Mom. If you're listening, I wouldn't. Uh, but oh, yeah, uh, and then so the next uh, traditionally like third place team is Ferrari. Um, that was not the case last season. Um, Hi, and yeah, we'll we'll get to that in future episodes. We're trying to keep this basic, um, but basically all I need to know about Ferrari, their car last year sucked. Um, it was really it was like driving a hearse. I mean, it was very bad. Absolutely, like they they finished I think sixth or seventh last year when they normally like are first or second. And yeah. They're another one of those teams that just have like so much money. And, and when you think of Formula One, you think of Ferrari. Totally. You think of that red and that and that classic, you know, stallion on the logo. So Yeah, and like Italians and stuff. So <laughs> yeah. So their their best driver is Charles Leclerc. Um he's he's another one of those like young guys that's just like he's probably gonna be a future world champion. He's really good. He's also really handsome. Leclerc is great. I mean, I think Leclerc is definitely Definitely a top five driver. I mean, I think that's pretty safe. But yeah, uh, so much of this is dependent on the cars and the technology. So currently, he's not top five driver at all. In fact, the, Ferrari was having a lot of struggles getting out of qualifying. They were having yeah. a lot of struggles get, getting out of Q one and Q two last year. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and but that was all car. That was all a lot of that was a car. And of course, that they made some mistakes. But it was it was week in and yeah. week out, which you'll see in Drive to Survive. They were just they were just making these stupid stupid mistakes from the pits from from the driving. They have a new driver this year, Carlos Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz. Uh, his dad was a, was another Formula One yes. driver, and yeah, he's 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 kind of just like a chill dude in my opinion. Like he's, um, I'm, I'm a fan for sure. He's got like his his cousin that kind of follows him around and is like yeah. his manager slash I don't really know what he does but he's always in like the pit crew. He's always got the headphones um, on. He's got like, headphones. He on. seems like I'm sure he's great and I'm sure yeah. people like him, but I just get the impression that he's like the Yoko Ono of like the kind of totally. whole system where he's where he's like sitting. But it's in, his cousin. Yeah, he's like sitting in the recording studio and everyone's like, get him out of here. He's like sitting yeah. in, in the pit with the. Everyone's like, get this clown out of here. But. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Carlos is like no 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 like he's he's got to be in here, so so yeah so again sixth place finish last year. It's just it all comes down to the car for Ferrari this year. They have the talent behind the wheel, um, right? And they just have to be better. They kept their team principal, uh, Mattia Binotto, I believe that's his name with the glasses. I think they kept him. He was in the hot seat last year mm-hmm. because the, the issues with the car. So he's a really cute guy though. You should look him up. He's got these really small glasses. Yeah, he's like uh, he's like the like the stereotypical Italian dude that like works in a bakery. <laughs> totally, like, totally. He's just, he's just so Italian. Like, and he's got these like super cute little like round Harry Potter glasses and stuff. And it's like comical. Like, dude, wear normal yeah. glasses, but the it, like he looks so cute. You just want to put him in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He yeah. definitely it's... wins. Uh, I'm gonna. I didn't. I didn't consult you on this one, but he mm-hmm. wins the Formula Dumb Dummy. That was the name of our awards, by the way. Mm. For cute, for cutest team principal, twenty twenty one. Book it. I agree. He's a front runner. He's a, yeah. You agree. He's the front runner. You don't. You it. don't know what uh, Gunter Steiner is going to show up wearing this year. Oh boy, I can't wait to get to Gunter. So okay, so 
so Carlos Sainz came from McLaren, which is the next team we'll get into. Uh, he was on McLaren last year and then left for Ferrari basically before last season happened yep. um, just because of the COVID stuff. So the season started later. Um, so, yeah, M- McLaren, they finished third last year. Yeah. They're kind of the rising stars right now. Definitely. They've been in Formula One forever, but they're they're like building back up and, and they really got something special. So um, the the line of like A and B driver kind of starts to get mixed at this point, I'd say. Totally agree. So with McLaren, they have Lando Norris, who is just he's the best man. The boy, he's the boy, he's the goat. I wrote in here, he's the goat. He's not actually the goat, but like in terms of like fan experience, he's the man. Yeah, I mean, so he's he's twenty one. He like, likes golf he's, too, he's right? In his third season, yeah, he plays golf. Like he's he's always streaming on Twitch and stuff. Uh, he's really funny on social media. Um, so and he's I don't know, he's just an easy, he's just a really easy guy to root for. Totally, he's super personable he he seems like an awesome guy and he's had some success now he's he's kind of in that proving ground this year where and Mm -hmm. i i hate when people that talk about sports say this is you have to prove this year but he you know he finished ninth last year which i i think you would agree is a bit of a disappointment for for what people expected of him i yeah i think the car is better than that but he was only in a second season so he still kind of got that like that rookie treatment a little bit and so like you said, this is the year he got. He has to start kind of proving some stuff here. Yeah, and and talking about that, another person that's kind of uh, shit or shit or uh, get off the pot is Danny Ricardo. I mean, we we love Danny Ricardo. Yeah, your he's girlfriend's awesome. gonna love Danny Ricardo. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things you're just gonna have to eat that one. I mean, he's a good looking dude. He's hilarious. He's from Australia. Like he's got a funny accent. He's got like, a tan. So dreamy, like that's very he's probably the best looking driver on the grid. I'd say. Oh yeah, very charismatic. Lewis is good looking. Lewis is pretty good. Yeah, looking. The, yeah. They're all they're all good looking. Yeah. Like they're all just like good looking rich guys. Yeah, and they're all yeah. And so Daniel Ricardo, very very self aware, very self deprecating, funny guy. I believe in the first episode of uh, Drive to Survive, like the first one, mm-hmm. they kind of start start on him and they kind of profile him. So he mm-hmm. used to be on Red Bull. He's been kind of bouncing around these last couple yeah. of years. So this is his first year um, with McLaren. He was on Renault last year, and the year before that, he was with. Well, well, excuse me. He was with he was with Renault for two seasons, mm-hmm. and then and then the year before that, he was the second driver at Red Bull. And what kind of happened, as we said earlier, was he he went to Red Bull and said, "Listen, I I I want to be the, the top driver," and they said, "Well." Well, we can't really pay you as a top driver because Verstappen's our top driver, and w- yeah. which is a smart decision. And he was like, "All right, well, I'm leaving," which is totally understandable. Totally understandable. Yeah, and so he he went to Renault to try and like prove something. And at the time, like Renault kind of Renault kind of looked like McLaren does right. Totally, now. Like, it looked totally. like up and comers. Um, and that ended up being the like the wrong choice because Renault started sucking, McLaren started being yep. better. And so he had the cho- to the choice to join McLaren two years ago. Didn't chose Renault, but now he's coming to McLaren, um, kind of like you said, just kind of to prove something, because he's kind of gotten forgotten as one of the top drivers because he, he wasn't getting a ton of podiums the past two years because his car stunk. Yeah, he he definitely fell off after leaving Red Bull. But again, how much of that? I think a lot of that is due, is due to the car and yeah, and yeah. But my my comp for him. Is and I didn't come up with this. This is all credit to uh, Tron Carter from the No Laying Up Golf podcast. They're super into F one as well. Uh, 
he not an ad, but not an ad, no free ads. But I'm they're friends. I'm friendly with them. They're very nice guys. He Daniel Ricardo is Ricky Fowler of F1, and if you if you don't follow golf, first of all, get ready for a lot of esoteric golf references. But uh, <laughs> Ricky Fowler, you probably probably know who he is. He's on every every single commercial. He is a fan favorite. He's a really nice guy, but he just he doesn't win. And, and actually, right now he's he, he's going to miss the Masters unless he somehow wins a tournament in between now and and April. Yeah, eighth. I think is when the master starts, and that's kind of where the, the comparison deviates. I get where you're coming from because like they're both like oh no no right charismatic guys. But what I'm um, saying, what I'm saying is like R- Ricky Fowler was always hyped as this future. He, mm-hmm. Oh, he's going to be the face of golf. He's going to be so good, and he's never won a major, and he's coming second in every single major where he's never won. Kind of always the bridesmaid, yeah. never the bride. And Ricardo just hasn't broken through to that top tier first seat. At a top tier yeah, team, it's thing, kind of been like the the, the yeah. five to eight range, and yeah. it, and he yeah he was he he was a young driver at one point, yeah. always kind of considered next, and now he's now he's thirty, so it's like that's ex- that's exactly my point. That's exactly my yeah. point. So, uh, so the next team uh, that I, I'm also very bullish on is racing mm-hmm. is uh, excuse me Ashton Martin. They were formerly Racing Point. They're uh, now under the uh, Aston Martin. Uh, team name uh, last year that they finished fourth uh, in the constructors championship, which is, I think definitely, definitely exceeded expectations. Uh, you know, Sam. Th- yeah. They're definitely another one of those teams. that's just like rising. And so um, racing point has like a weird history that we'll save for another podcast. Uh, yes. But now they, they finally rebranded into Aston Martin, uh, which is green, like green everywhere. It's like a really cool looking car. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is another one of those teams that's kind of like was a riser last season. Definitely, um, their their drivers are Sebastian Vettel, who is coming over from Ferrari, yeah. um, who is looks like he's fifty years old, but somehow younger than Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, he's somehow only like thirty two. Yeah, but he's like balding, like he he's really got the Prince William look. <laughs> uh, I know the royal family good, good is like cop. a sensitive topic, but he's got yeah, he's got that Prince William hairline right now. Um, so so yeah, so Vettel is he's, he's a four time world champion like he won four straight with red bull back so, in the it's day it's so crazy to hear that right as someone that's new to the sport i'm like wait this this schmo won four world championships i mean that's absurd but and well, i don't want to come off of the word bashing him too much because he is a really funny guy no so i like funny him. youtube clips of him uh yeah but he's just a funny german dude uh and but he's a good driver but he's just really like he's just sucked the past couple years so now that he's moving on from Ferrari, which he never really put it together after he left Red Bull, now he's going to Aston Martin. Like, let's see. And so the thing with Aston Martin slash Racing Point last year is basically last year they got into this huge scandal of copying Mercedes, which to me it's like I don't get the problem with that. Like, they, they, they had to pay this huge fine. Like, they got um, points taken away last season because they, they copied Mercedes something with their brake and engine and stuff, which like I'm cool with, like why shouldn't everyone copy Mercedes, you know? Yeah. I mean, if they're winning, wouldn't you just yeah. copy them? Just copy the best car. Like I'm cool with that. I think the sport should be cool with it. We're, um, we're going to unveil throughout the, the, these upcoming episodes of this podcast, our takes on the, our, our, our rules that we, sh- that we think should be changed for formula implement. one. Yeah. And I think this is one of them. Uh, l- l- hashtag 
let the teams copy and then also hashtag let the drivers juice we think that they should be able to take steroids yeah and so we'll get to the russian drivers in a second but basically oh, any because russian they driver, did they basically because did. they juiced they, they did. juiced so uh and so it's kind of part of the allegedly like, scandal well allegedly 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 i just don't sue us we're just two idiots <laughs> we don't have the money to get sued yet no but so okay so the other driver um at ashton martin is lance stroll now lance stroll is a beauty he's canadian he is the son of lawrence stroll who owns the team and he if it sounds like nepotism it, it's because it is it totally is but he's actually good yeah and so he got to see that first basically because his dad purely nepotism, and and that's a recurring theme by the way which you, you'll see a, a, yeah. a lot of people uh get this team or get this seat there's only 20 seats so right. you know what i mean so their 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 parents will buy a team and or are controlling interest in the team and <laughs> and they're the driver. There they go. And so, yeah, he's he's basically like this rich, preppy Canadian kid. And he's so, I don't know, he's just so funny. Like, there's so many, like, so many funny moments of him. And he's just, like, got that, like, douchey, like, California surfer, like, voice to him where he's, like, and there's a good clip. I'll, I'll splice it in here where he's, like, big points yeah. in the bag. Four lots. Great job, Frank. Well done. Nice one, guys. Big points in the bag. Let's go. And like, uh, yeah, it's just like, he's just so funny. Like, uh, and he gets a lot of shit because he's a pay driver, but I, I really just think it's funny. Like, I think people should find the humor in it more um, because he's easy to make fun of. And he's kind of in on the joke too. He is. He's, be- he, he is becoming self-aware. Uh, but my question about, about Aston Martin is, I think there's a controversy uh, as to who – not a controversy. I think that there's a, a debate as to who the Definitely. number one driver is. And Definitely. Lance Stroll is good. As I said, you know, they, they finished fourth last year. Obviously, Vettel was, was at Ferrari, but Lance Stroll had some really good finishes. And as I said, it was definitely nepotism getting him there, but he, he's proven that he is a top driver in the world. And – I, again, another team. As I said, I'm I'm very bullish on them. I I think that they, that they could have a really good. I think that they could finish safely top three in the constructors this year. Yeah, I mean they're basically for their A and B driver. They're picking between the owner's son and a four-time world champion that's kind of washed up. So like, we'll see. There there's gonna be drama. I feel like they're gonna crash into each other at least like three times this season. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be it'll be fun. I don't know. They're they're gonna be drama. I'm going to keep a close eye on them this season. I think they're going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and just quickly on on the importance of having a, a lead driver or an A driver and a B driver is that, you know, you when you watch F1, you, you'll see that, that, that they employ different strategies based on who is their lead driver. So uh, Red Bull is a great example. You know, Max Verstappen is their lead driver. They're going to give him the, the priority to pit. They're going to give him the, the, the priority yeah. of way, and they're going to give him the Lewis better Hamilton strategy. Gets the priority. Exactly. So it's not that they don't want their B driver to win. It's that they're going to first try everything they can with their A driver, um, and then they're going to move to their B. Now, if the B driver somehow qualifies in a better position, oh, that's a different story. But I, right. all, all things being equal, they're going to put their – First and foremost, their resources into their A driver. Don't listen to what they say. Oh, it's an equal thing. It's not. No, they are they are paying one person more, and yeah. there's a reason for that. Yeah, and, and that's fine. Uh, but so okay, to, to kind of round out the these the the the, the midfield. 
is uh, Alpine, formerly Renault, uh, which is a it's team. Actually, Alpine. Alpine. Yeah, I think it is Alpine, but I'm I'm, I'm we're Alpine Americans. Is an, we're Americanizing it. Yeah. You 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 call him Charles Leclerc earlier, so I <laughs> I, I, I call him <laughs> that's, Alpine. That's fair. Or Alpine. I'm, I can't get on anyone for pronouncing shit. I'm gonna mess up so much stuff here. Uh, um, so yes, uh, really interesting move. They had a driver come out of retirement, Fernando Alonso, former world champion, like 19 years ago, I think, or 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. And their other drivers, Esteban Ocon, you know, finished 11th last year, kind of middle of the pack. These are definitely the lowest of the mid-tier. You could honestly lump them into the rest of the fields. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that, that that's kind of all I, all I got on those guys. I don't have much on them. They're French. Um, partially, they, they, partially owned by the government. I don't know if I mentioned that. Yeah, they're. I think they're owned twenty percent by the French government. So that's kind of it. That I'm. I'm good leaving it there. So like the next tier of teams is kind of it's it's they're just so obviously like the bottom of the pack. So um, let's start with they're like the last four teams. So mm-hmm. let's start with Alpha Tauri. They're the Red Bulls B team, and so they have they have so much money where they can afford two teams in Formula One. And yes. so I, I think I think one way to look at it is we say all these teams have a one driver and a two driver. Uh, these are kind of like the three and four drivers for Red Bull. So, you know, these people get promoted to Red Bull and then vice mm-hmm. versa. People from Red Bull get demoted. So a good example is that Pierre Gasly, who's racing for Alpha Tauri, used to be the B driver at Red Bull. And he got uh, booted for Albon, which I think was a bad decision in hindsight. Uh you know, Pierre Gasly actually got his first win last year at Monza, which was incredible. And yeah, did Lewis have to take a massive penalty and a bunch of other things have to happen for him to win? Sure, but it was awesome. And uh, you know, we it's it's just it's just cool to see these guys kind of get a second chance in this team. Now, Albon wasn't even placed on AlphaTauri. Albon is a reserve driver, right? And so, yeah, I mean, basically, it kind of goes both ways, like. They'll use Alpha Tauri to put like young guys, like their like their second driver on the team, Yuki Sonoda. He's a rookie. He's only like nineteen. He spent one year in Formula Two, um, and so he's a young guy. So like maybe potentially in the future he could be promoted to Red Bull. But then there's guys like Pierre Gasly, who I who I think we both love. Like he he is a good driver. He'll end up somewhere um, eventually. But yeah, he, he's also- he's he's working with the worst car. And he's he's still getting results, yeah. And Yuki Sonoda, how do you say? Yeah, that? Yuki Sonoda. That's pretty Sonoda. close. We're probably we're, we're both probably wrong to be honest. Uh, I, I I'm excited to watch him. I'm excited to watch yeah. him. Yeah, seems and, like a cool like Japanese kid. Like he's, he he seems kind of funny. Um, I don't know too much about him, but we're we're in on him. I think we're in. Uh, another team in the rest of the guys that I routinely forget exists is Alpha Romeo. Their drivers are Kimi Raikkonen, who is a legend, total beast, love him, pass way past his prime, mm-hmm. but love him to death. I call him the, the Drew Brees of F1. Kind of, yeah. kind of boring to watch now, but you know, you, you sit there with your dad or an older brother, and they go, "He was, you know, he was really good." Yeah, yeah, and, he's like forty-one. Like he loves to drive, um, and that's kind of that's the only reason he's still in it. Is like he he's he's not getting results at this point. Like he's just out there like just driving a fast car and he gets paid for it. So like why why stop? Yeah. Um, he he's got a lot of funny clips on YouTube and stuff too in the past. Like I think the, our favorite is uh, in in Monaco he crashed 
and just absolutely like did millions of dollars of damage to his car. It walks off the track mid race, just straight onto his yacht. There's like models, champagne everywhere on on the yacht. Like he's just balling it up. What one of the most badass clips ever? He like unzips his racing suit and just watching the race from his. I mean, he's like thirty <laughs> yeah. feet from from the yeah. from the track. Unzips his racing suit, has like a six pack, puts on some like you know thousand dollar Gucci sunglasses, and is just chilling. Yeah, yeah. So and the the other driver is Antonio Giovinazzi. I, I'm good. I know nothing about. I'm him, good. To be I'm good. Just I, move on. Yeah, I think we just skipped that one. Okay. So next is is Haas. Um, I have some thoughts on Haas. I'll let you go first. So Haas used to be like my my favorite team, and I I still pull for them in the sense that they're they're an American team, but my fandom. At least this season ends there. I mean, yeah. Let, let's let's start with that. They're they're an American team. They're, they're American, American owner. Gene Haas, um, who's a who is has been very successful in NASCAR. Yeah, uh, with Haas Racing. So there's two brand new drivers. They kicked their guys to the curb last year. Uh, just after, it just they'd been around for a while. Like they just they weren't great. They were kind of there. Yeah. And so now they're going for like the youth approach. They're bringing in these two rookies. And okay, look. So let's let's start with the guy that sucks. Let's start with the let's start with the elephant in the room, Nikita Mazepin. I we can't stand this guy. He's he's just simply the worst, to be honest. You know what? I'm issuing a decree to Nikita Mazepin. Come on, Formula Dumb. <laughs> come on the podcast. Come on the podcast to duke it out with us, because we hate you, and you're kind of a bad. And you're no, you are a bad person. Uh, you know you, what? I'll say it. I don't care that you broke your elbow. You know what? I'll say it. I don't care that your dad owns Haas now, or your dad <laughs> yeah. sponsors Haas. Yeah. Uh, he's a douche. He's a bad he just sucks. Like he has a bunch of scandals. You can Google. He's a bad um, hombre. Yeah, and like all the way from like sexual assault stuff. That's just terrible. Um, just also like to be like on the on the track. Like he was a douche in Formula Two. Um, he had a he had beef with our boy Yuki. Uh, and got a penalty for that, and, and then he like almost hit Yuki with his car pulling into like yeah the, you were the saying that place thing. yeah, yeah you're saying that he just sucks and look he, this guy just has a target on his back and rightfully so and to top it all off he's Russian right so his dad basically become like became a title sponsor in the off season so it's now it's Haas like Ukraine or something like that hmm. and basically that is oh his, yeah yeah I saw it's that. his dad's it's his dad's company's uh, name, but basically, like they're like it. It seems really sketchy because they're a fertilizer company. Hmm. So if you're a fertilizer company, what are you doing sponsoring a Formula One car? Well, I mean, there's a lot of sponsors on F1 cars that just just don't make sense. I mean, True. Citrix, which True. is like a business solutions thing. Like I, I use True. it for work, and it's True. like. Uh, but anyway, like yeah, like now he has a. A Moscow State University, and I'm not kidding. So logo on his like driver suit, like right front and center. It's just, but he can't even use the Russian flag because he got caught doping. Or right. well, and allegedly he did. He allegedly, yeah. allegedly, allegedly, he he didn't. But basically, part of like the Olympic ban for Russian athletes, they can only compete under a neutral flag. Yeah. So he's he that trickled into Formula One this year, and so no Russian drivers. He's only the one. He's the only active driver currently. There's a couple of reserves, but yep. and, and so uh, enough on this guy. I, I'm, I'm kind of good. I mean, he stinks. Makes me want to not root for Haas. I'm I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be well, rooting against Haas, but I'm not going to be 
they're not going to be my right. team. But I, the, I just want to mention too, like they put the Russian flag all over the car too. Yeah, like it's exactly. red, white, and blue. Like they might try it's, and pass it off for. American, uh, American, but, yeah. but it's definitely in, in the red, white, and blue order. It's the Russian order. So <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I don't can't even remember what the Russian order is off the top of my head, but that's it. Yeah. Um, and then so their second driver, and I shouldn't even say their second driver. He's probably their their first uh, driver, their A driver is Mick Schumacher. And so you might have heard of the Schumacher name. His dad, Michael Schumacher, basically dominated the two thousands of Formula One. Yeah. And he was kind of seen as the goat before Lewis came in. Yeah, and d- definitely seen as one of the greatest, probably the second greatest Formula One driver of all time. Uh, yeah. un- unfortunately, it was in a horrible uh, was 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 with Mick uh, uh, a number of years ago. They were in a horrible ski accident, and he's he's been in in and out of a coma. Now he's, I believe, he's you know obviously he's alive, but he's in like a. It seems like, uh, like uh, yeah, it like seems a, like he's like still a vegetated in the hospital, state, like or he hasn't been in public in years. It's really sad. It's really hard to see that one of the best drivers of all time has had this terrible accident. But it, it's just so awesome to see Mick racing now and and following his dad's footsteps. And he had a he did some practice laps for Ferrari last year, which is who his dad raced for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's he's like the prodigal son of like Formula One. He's like the Bronny James of Formula One. Yeah. He's He's like he won Formula Two last year, so like he's a good driver to to his own right. Um, but yeah, he's he's kind of always gonna be tied to that Schumacher name, and so people have a lot of expectations for him. But this Haas cars, it's gonna suck this year. Yeah, well, Haas is you know if you watch Drive to Survive, it's a struggle with the money and it's a struggle with a lot of things. But the coolest part about Haas and is Gunther Gunther Steiner, man. He's a homie, probably one of the best sounding voices in the world. He is hilarious, and uh, that's it. I mean, just watch Drive and Survive, and you'll love their team principal, Gunther yeah. Steiner. Uh, the last team on the grid is Williams, and they are effectively Mercedes' uh, junior team. And it's not so much like the Alpha Tower, like, yes, they are their own team in their own right, but they use the same engine that they use the engine that Mercedes gives them. Um, they're kind like uh, their their driver George Russell's gone to Mercedes and raced for him last season. So like, it's not quite like uh, the Red Bull situation, but yeah. yeah, they're basically like the B team for Mercedes, and they've just sucked for like the past twenty years. Like they're like the Cleveland Browns in that sense. Like they're just they've just been really bad, and it's been a bad car, and for the most part they've had bad drivers. But the past two years they've had George Russell, who's just. He's good. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't have too many he's, thoughts on him. I mean, we've dubbed like five people the next thing in Formula One, but yeah. I, but I, I I it really is George Russell because he. I mean, I, I think. I mean, and I, I think that's not a hot take to say he is probably the most talented driver um, in towards the bottom of the grid, and yeah. the car that they're driving is so bad. It is so it horrendously sucks, yeah. bad. To, to give you an example of. When he raced, uh, when Lewis Hamilton was out with COVID, they put him uh, in in the driver's seat for Mercedes, and they put him literally in Lewis's car. Yeah, in Lewis's car, and he qualified in second, mm-hmm. uh, and he should have won the race. There was some they they put the wrong wheels on his car for God's sakes during, during yeah the there pit. was so many like technical 
And he was and he winning. Still got like 11th, though. He, after like all the I, mishaps and stuff that happened. Exactly. Like, but he should have won. Ca- it's the car. And again, 100%. He, he, he went from driving a Honda Civic to the fastest car on the grid. But, right. But still, it, he's, he's so talented. Seems like a really cool, sweet, you know, English guy, tall and skinny. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a fan. You know, yeah. I'm a fan. Uh, and then the other driver, Sam. Yeah, we don't got to spend too much time on him, but Nicholas Latifi, uh, he's from Canada as well, like our boy Lance, and that's kind of it. He's, he's got money too, so like his dad kind of partially bought his seat. They're one of the main sponsors of Williams. He's just kind of there. I don't know. I commented with our Instagram today on this Formula One post, like, who do you like more, Latifi or George Williams? And I commented, well, it can't be forgotten, Latifi has a giant forehead, and he that's, does have a giant forehead, that's a so that's... That's really all I got about that. And Sam, I just really want to commend you for tr- driving engagement on on our on our, across our social Thanks, platforms. Uh, so now that we've gotten through all the teams, I think it's time to step oh, aside. Wait, for oh wait, once I just I I just got a text. Uh, wait, uh, who who texted you? Bob, Bob Iger, CEO of Disney, and C- our te- C- technically our boss. Technically our boss's boss's boss. Yeah, uh, he just said, "Hey, Sam." Uh, I know you didn't reach out, but want to formally let you know that oh. we're officially oh. not officially not an ESPN podcast. So we're officially not an ESPN affiliate or Disney affiliated podcast. Correct. Um, he just wanted to let us know um, that, yeah, we're, we're officially not an official ESPN podcast. That is very good to know. Uh Thanks, Bob, for reaching out. Shout out, Bob. Always, hey, Ithaca College alum. I didn't go there, but if you did, you know, you know. Uh, so the line's always open. The line's <laughs> always open. Hey, Bob, you can come on the pod. You're both Bobs, Bob Chapek and Bob Iger. Whenever you, whenever you guys want to come on the pod, I promise there's time. All right. So now that we're done with a lot of F1 talk, uh, BTS. We are. We also wanted to cater to. You know, we're trying to cast a wide net but also a specific net right and we know that we know that bts we're so we're in episode uh, one here i mean we is uh we we just we want to get in front of this like we're a pro bts podcast um and we we just hope the bts army i believe they go by uh is hashtag bts pro formula dumb you know like we we hope it's a two-way street here yeah we will scratch your back if you guys Scratch our back. And by scratch our back, I mean get us get us lots of sponsor money so that we can quit our get, day jobs. Get bags, baby. Bags of cash. Yeah. I also want to be super clear. We're doing this podcast to talk about F1. I'm doing this podcast to make a lot of money. Uh, just to get rich. It's, I mean, it's all for the I money. don't care about anyone that listens to this. Yep. I don't care about any. I don't care about. The, I will never upgrade my equipment. <laughs> I will never do anything uh, besides cater to ad companies absolutely like if we ever do rankings i was thinking we could do this bit where whatever cut that because okay but anyway i while we're cutting it but if we ever rank things Mm -hmm. like let's say we rank cereals like lcb ranked cereals my number one will always be and i'm just gonna like we obviously won't have sponsors but i'll say 
my number one overall cereal is the next cereal company that sponsors us. <laughs> like, I, it's always going to be like. I think this is funny. We should leave this stuff in. <laughs> Don't you? I'm fine with that's fine with that. But look, listen to uh, this is my message to all the to Apple and Amazon and Tesla, all the companies that I know will want to sponsor us. Definitely. Uh, maybe even Disney. But mm-hmm. hey, huh? D- yeah, I'm huh? saying. Listen, my email's open. Yep. You you and have so our email yours. literally. You have our email. <laughs> you have our email. Um, and look, I will say whatever you want me to say for money. Definitely. I mean, sure. Sh- 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 I mean, I mean, none of this was sponsored, by the way. So our our opinions on on these teams are are oh. genuine and generic for now. But but they can but change. they can change. Like if all of a sudden we're like just uh just Alfa Romero stands just out of nowhere, like listen. Lawrence Respect Stroll, hit my line, man. Hey, we can be bought. Not a lot of money either. No, I mean we don't we don't I make mean, much. We're talking and we're, we're talking three digits. I mean, a couple hundred bucks, and I'll, I'll say whatever. That would be twenty dollars, man. I'm an open uh, <laughs> open I'll, line. I'll say Lance Stroll is the best driver of all time. Hell I'll yeah. say it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, look, I mean, it's I, I really enjoy this, and uh, I I think this will be fun to kind of see where this goes, and um. But yeah, I think I'm, so too, I am man. serious though, but about the sponsors. Yeah, but oh, so my Venmo is at Sam Pontarolo, P O N T A R O L O. Um, anyway, so yeah, who's your uh, who's your B who's your favorite BTS member? Um, I gotta go. Um, I think, I, like, I'm is, not is quickly it, googling, it, but it's uh, Jungkook uh, would be. Yeah, ju- that's our Jung, guy. Jungkook's one of them, right? Yeah. I'm gonna say, uh, I really. I, I'm gonna say J Hope, not because he's the easiest one to pronounce, <laughs> but just because I really like his bangs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're older than I thought. Twenty seven. Oh, yeah. they're older than us. So it's not even but, weird. No, we're, well, we're not weird at all because we are genuine BTS fans, and we're not doing it for clicks and at all um, SEO. Nope. Um, no, we love BTS and we love. Uh, we love very popular things like Chrissy Teigen mm-hmm. uh, and Meghan Markle, and what else do we love? Um, I love when I love when Nancy Pelosi claps back I, he, at, at at Trump. So so now the second half of the podcast, this is where we we kind of uh, we can get on our soapboxes about things outside of F one. So uh, I I I, I want to just kind of talk about golf quickly. Um, yeah. I'm a massive massive golf fan. Um, well, I, so I was thinking we could start the segment and we could be like, hello, friends. Like we'll do the master's music mm-hmm. and then we'll just have it roll over your, over your segment. What do you, what do you think? Let's do it. Yeah. Hello, friends. Well, anyway, so <laughs> yeah. that we'll, we'll, we'll splice it together and figure that out. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be playing right now. We just talk. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ready. So. So coming off the players last week, uh, great way from Justin Thomas. Uh, I we we were kind of talking about this last week. Uh, look, if if you're into golf or if you're not into golf, the Players Championship is probably something you watched, you've heard of. There's that famous island green and Sam. So there's this whole debate in golf right now: is the Players Championship a major or not a major? Do, do you have any? Do you have before before I give my very informed and correct opinion? Do you have? Any yeah, I mean. 
I, I don't know too much about golf. I'll say that off the bat. I mean, I'm That's pretty I'm surface level with it. Right. So this this basically this segment's just Mac teaching me about golf. Um, the only thing I really saw that I liked about the Players Championship last weekend was that guy that was plus eleven on that island hole. Ben on. Like just kept putting him in the water, which is very relatable. That would be me if I was playing golf. I don't want to. I don't want to like flex. I didn't come on here to. Fly. I've played that course twice, and mm-hmm. I I parred that hole both times I played it. So again, though, not a flex. No. Uh, no. I again, I, I'm very humble. Uh, so moving on from the players, great win from Justin Thomas. Hit some sick shots down the stretch. His his kind of he has the shot in his bag. This like I guess it would be like a hook wood that he's been hitting off the tees with the driver on 16 and 18. It was sick. Uh, kept it in the fairway and almost went in the water in 18, but it was just so sick to watch. Uh, but what I'm really excited for, so this week is the Honda Classic, which is kind of a sleeper uh, tour event. Uh, it's right down there in Palm Beach, Florida. But uh, my golf... But the thing I'm looking forward to most is Sahith Thigala, who uh, is this, he's from California, I believe he's from L.A. Uh, shout out to him. Follows me on Instagram. That's not why I'm doing this. Follow the pod, though. Follow, hey, Sahith... I'm, I'm going to send him a message tonight. Follow the pod. I'll let him know that we mentioned it. I bet I bet I can get him on here. And he responds to my DMs for some reason. And he's making his uh, Corn Fairy Tour debut. So the Corn Fairy is like the minor league tour. So okay. he he was going to win. Uh, I believe he won the Haskins Award, which is the Heisman. Yeah. So last season when his season was uh, canceled during COVID, like he gotcha. was, he was the number one player in the nation. Okay. Uh, he played at Pepperdine, which is, which is a good, it's a really good uh, golf school, but it's not like Oklahoma state, which is like the Alabama of football of golf. But, Pepperdine where uh, Zoe one one was filmed. Yeah. PCA. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right on Malibu. But so the, the funny thing about, um, <laughs> I always like to mention this, uh, the, the corn fairy tour used to be called the web.com tour. And then it actually was a one time called the, uh, uh, Hooters tour. Hooters oh. sponsored it. Hey, have you ever been to a Hooters? Uh, I actually have not. Like, and that's not even like a like a. Uh, uh, no, oh, I haven't. Uh, like uh, my friend. Uh, no, I, I haven't. Yeah, I, I've haven't. never been to one. Have you? I went to one once. Yeah, I went to one once. It was kind of recent. It was a couple of years ago. It was in. It was in Hartford area. Oh, uh, the, the best uh, place to go to a Hooters. Uh, yeah, it was in like mid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um. It was in Manchester, and I went with a friend of mine. And okay, I'll say this: the wings were actually great. Ah. Like the wings were really good. Um, I enjoyed it. And we were leaving. And there was this old couple there, and you know they sell T-shirts at all of them. <laughs> and they were they had it's kind of by the highway. It's actually right next to the highway. I, I feel like all and Hooters old, are right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this older couple had come in and. They were going to be seated, but the, they were like, no, 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 no. We just want to buy a shirt. We're just passing through Hartford, and we buy a shirt at every – I swear to God. Oh, they were like, God. I buy a shirt at every Hooters, and they were even wearing Hooters shirts. <laughs> no. So so they – I swear <laughs> to God. Grandma, so, too? So they they were probably like – Sorry, that was sexist to me. The grandmas can wear Hooters T-shirts. It's just like <laughs> it was, – It was a man and a woman, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, uh, it was wild. And so, so our waitress, okay, by the way, I was there at like noon. <laughs> yeah, of so course. it was it, on like a Thursday, <laughs> right? So, yeah, exactly. It wasn't the A team. Our waitress was so nice, though. Um, uh, so, yeah. Uh, I, Hooters is hilarious. I, I, I'm good, though. I mean, I'm, I'm never. It's so weird. I mean, I, I don't want to get on a. You're probably going to cut this. I don't want to get on like a high horse, but like, I'm just like, I just want to eat good food. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I'd rather, you know what I mean? Well, like, looking at Hot Girls, uh, I mean, it's great. I, I feel like there's there's a certain um, demographic of people. And, th- and this is what I want for the podcast, to be honest. I, I want these people to listen to our podcast. The people that buy Hooters t-shirts or take pictures with Hooters waitresses... Or like go oh. or like go to um, races and stuff and take pictures with like the Red Bull girls, yes, uh, like, yes. like the, the energy drink girls, like the monster girls and stuff yes. that are just like wearing like a bikini and that's it. And then they like and their hand isn't really touching. No, them they, do the hu- they, they do the they do the hover hand. arm around them. All, oh yeah, they're all wearing cargo shorts, plaid cargo shorts. Um, and their phones are clipped to their belt. Hundred <laughs> percent, they got a phone clip, and like they're just given like a they got Oakley sunglasses on. Uh, and they're just giving like a just a big smile and a good old thumbs up, and they're wearing a, a tank top. Uh, yeah, or or well, like or a, a affliction uh, tap out. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, yeah, um, yeah. And it, so anyway, that I don't really know what that has to do with any of this, but uh, yeah. we want those. Well, we want you uh, to listen to this podcast if you're that guy. If we just described you, if you, this is your podcast. This is this is the podcast for if you you have to you have to do all all of these things. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Then this is really for you. You have to go to Hooters and take pictures with the waitresses, mm-hmm. but like look awkward. You can't be attractive. I'm sorry. If you're attractive, you're out. No, 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 no. Uh, no you hot have to like F one. Only hot people are nope. the waitresses. We're the only hot people allowed on this podcast. Correct. <laughs> also uh, true. You have to like F one, but not too much, because if you like it too much, you're a nerd. Right. And then the third thing is you have to like BTS. You have to be part of the BTS army. Mm-hmm. And if you're part of the BTS army, then you're part of the formula dumb army. Mm-hmm. Amen. And, and then you have to get us ad money. <laughs> Make us rich. Um, okay. So Mac, the other, the other big thing this week uh, that I want to touch upon, uh, it's the one year anniversary of COVID. So that was a lot. I don't know. The celebration is not the right word for it. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely re- not. Revisiting where we were last year at this point uh, was a common theme this week, especially on Twitter. Um, and so I, it's just so funny to look back on like the Gal Gadot Imagine video. Six in uh, self-quarantine. And I got to say that um, these past few days uh, got me feeling a bit philosophical. And that, that was, was like, like what? Like not even a week into quarantine. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we got it down bad right now. Let's make a video to inspire people. Yeah, I, I've I, I've been looking back at, you know, people are retweeting, like, tweets from a year ago. And mm-hmm. I, I have one here that says, I'm not going to say I tweeted it, uh, but it's check on your friends who work in sports. This was, like, the day after Rudy Gobert tested positive and everything shut down. And, like, mm-hmm. the world's crumbling, right? And it's right. like. Check on your friends who work in sports. Hey, we work in sports. As We're two good. guys that work in sports, I know we can't say that. That was everyone. such a good day. And listen, terrible. The- but like we we got a week off of work, and at that point it was like, oh okay, like we'll be back in like a month. Like once it starts to yeah. warm up, like in spring, like oh like we'll be fine. And so that first like that first week of uh, quarantine, while how confusing it was, it like it 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 got so much worse. Is my point and uh, the. The narrow-mindedness of the people back then is just so funny. Like that—that's uh, what I'm saying. It's like check on your friends who work in sports. No, no, no. check on your friends who are nurses and are uh, doctors. Yeah, exactly. Check on check on your friends who work at Stop and Shop, and well, they're still going to work. You know, right. th- they're still showing up. Ch- check on your grandparents. Make sure that they're okay. You know what yeah. I mean? 
I, I, it was just look. I, I don't want to get on a soapbox, but I remember seeing that and thinking it was an overreaction. And I'm glad a year later mm-hmm. that it was definitely an overreaction. Uh huh. And or it's just, or, it's... or misguided. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And you know it was it it was such a um a confusing time just because everything was so unknown. I'm but trying to think it, back to like what we did in the early days, right? Because we used to live together, yeah, and we, we spent a lot of time. And I, I didn't really get sick of you. I really liked hanging out like during no, those days. It was, it was a lot of fun. Like just because we, I, we'd just watch hours and hours of TV. You would make food, guys. Grocery. I would games. eat that food. We, yeah, we, we got really into guys' grocery. Games. And I remember what was the. I remember when when quarantine was like hitting when it was starting. We ever thought yeah. it was two weeks. When, when that quarantine hits, yeah. But I remember going to the supermarket and getting uh, – I got, like, four Marie Callender's chicken pot pies <laughs> yeah. and uh, a bunch of oh, – what are those? Uh, kid Cuisines. But mm-hmm. they were, like, sold out of the good ones. So the ones they had left were so shitty. And it was, like yeah. – I don't remember that. It was, like, well, French fries. I'm well, like, that was you... the thing because, like, everyone was buying frozen food. Everyone was buying toilet paper. Yeah. So And, like, the procrastinator 20-year-old selves we are, like, we – you know, we waited a couple of days until our fridge got empty and we're like, okay, oh, like, we, we, we should pro- probably go shopping and <laughs> shopping. And so it was just like, it was just, it was basically just looting the remaining, uh, what was left over, not looting. It was, it was just uh, like, we were picking up the scraps, yeah. the scraps of, uh, of stop and shop. <laughs> I, I remember when, uh, so when, when this all hit, like, I remember they were saying like, don't wear a mask. Right. So, so like the masks are, are ineffective. So, you know, I wasn't wearing a mask and a couple of weeks later, probably early April, I go into stop and shop one morning. And I, if you remember, I'd go every day, I'd go out and just buy like one thing from the grocery store so I could do something. Right. And I remember walking in the grocery store. Oh no, I went to halls in West Hartford. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give away where we live, you know, to the, to the millions of uh, <laughs> dummies out there, but I go to halls market and I guess Overnight, Governor Lamont in Connecticut had put in a mask mandate that you had to right. wear a mask. But I didn't know that because it was like 8 in the morning. So I walk in and the guy goes – and the hall is, you know, it's really small. It's tiny. Mm. And yeah. It's it's like a small like boutique, like local yeah, grocery tall store. Grocery like, store. It's, it's not great. a chain. Yeah, very it's great. Local. It's awesome. But really yeah. good. Um, really good tof- toffee cookies. You remember Correct. that? And $2.50 yeah. breakfast sandwiches. This is really going to apply to a lot of people listening. Exactly. But anyway yeah. – I go in and the butcher, I'm getting steaks or something. And the guy goes, no mask. And I was like, oh, no, like, you know, like they're saying on the news, Fauci was saying that to not wear him. He goes, no, you have to wear him now. Mm-hmm. And I and I know that I was like, oh, man, I'm not making some like I was like so embarrassed. I'm like, look, I'm not making some like statement like, here. Statement, yeah. I'm so sorry. And he goes, well, I can't serve you without a mask. I'm like, oh, well, I don't have a mask. Like, you know, no one had a mask back then. So I had to go to my car. I'm like, what do I do? So I had, yeah. a, I had a dirty ass, gross golf towel that was covered <laughs> uh-huh. in mud. Uh-huh. And I just, ra- I just tied it around my face and it was uh-huh. so gross. And yeah, that was the first time I wore a mask. And then your mom sent us, that was actually yeah, like, honestly, like we, there, I think there was a week, like at least a week. We just didn't go anywhere because we didn't have masks. We couldn't go out and, and, and you couldn't buy them. You couldn't buy them on no. Amazon even like, and, the, and you, you couldn't go to a store to buy masks because you, because you, you didn't, didn't have, have a mask, mask to get into the store. Yeah. Right. So luckily my mom sent us like a, I don't know, like a, a pack of them that she That had. was like really cool. Cause I remember like kind of panicking being like, man, like what are we going to do? And what, yeah, exactly. And you were like, oh my, Hey, my mom sent us like 20 masks. And I was like, oh my God, like thank God yeah, we can like go out now. 
like we we weren't not artsy craftsy at all like we could, uh, no. probably could have made some of our own we like, definitely we really could have to, but it would have looked like, so bad i'm pretty sure the guy at halls was telling me that he cut an old t-shirt up yeah. and i was like all right man like i'm okay staying inside for a couple days <laughs> yeah. if i have to do that like i'm fine yeah. with that all right yeah i mean there's a couple things i'd like to get into i, I think we saved that for episode two um and I, I see you teasing a couple things in this rundown uh jeremy renner uh the person or the app well, exactly. I, I want to let's let's say that for next episode. I, 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 think I definitely think that we can do a deep dive on him. And next episode, we'll have a a couple episodes of Drive to Survive. I mean, they'll all be out, but we'll we'll digest a couple of the episodes. Yeah, uh, I think next week, like we focus more on what happened last season. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of predictions for going forward, maybe. Yeah, and we'll and that will kind of coincide with uh, the season of Drive to Survive. We'll kind of recap that a little bit too. I, I like um, how we're just planning this on the actual podcast. On, on podcast, yep. For I, everyone I, to hear. I, if I, look, if you've made it this it's far. a little peek behind the curtain. If you've made it this far, my social security number is. <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah, so th- th- thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, we love our dummies very much. <laughs> our, little, our little dummy dums. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Watch Drive to Survive, and we'll see you next week. Sam. Uh, I, I see here you have an outro song queued up already. Oh, okay. Us. Yeah. So, uh, so I figured we're a Formula One podcast where we're about cars, kinda. Uh, so what better to take us out than than Vin Diesel? Um, and so if you're not familiar, uh, he has a series of karaoke videos on YouTube that are just absolutely phenomenal. They're like professionally um, shot. Correct, and it's just like they're like the artistic value on these things are phenomenal. So, I, and look it up on YouTube. I, my words won't do it justice, but the video I, w- I want to use here is, is "Stay" by Rihanna. It's uh, Vin singing, and I really think it's his raw. It's his early work, and it's some of his rawest work. And you, he's standing in front of this projector. He's dark, like there's some laughing and like heavy breathing going on in the background, but Vin just really pours his soul out. Yeah, it's it's really beautiful, and I think it's a good way to cap our first episode. So uh, we really appreciate you listening, and if you've landed this far, please listen to uh, this beautiful cover of "Stay" by Vin
Happy be there, Lord. Happy be there, Lord. Happy be there, Lord.